You may be seated in the presence of God. I am ultimately excited about who God is and what he's been doing in my life. And, and I know he's not just been working in my life, but I know he's been working in your life as well. You know, this, I appreciate Pastor Tony for that awesome introduction. And like I said in the last service, one day maybe I'll live up to that. <laughs> but this month has been absolutely amazing. I don't know how many people have jumped in on how we have been fasting this entire month. You know, I think it's so awesome that God changed things up on us because usually we start fasting around the 6th, 7th, and end around the 20th something. And, um, but this time God spoke to Pastor Tony and said, nope, I want the whole month. And we have been obeying God in what he asked us for, and he has been blowing our minds. Pastor Tony didn't talk about this, but it's coming to my mind about how we went from, what, four or five after-school program kids to I think we're like 30-something now. And that's like in a few weeks, you know what I'm saying? Give God a praise for that. Because when you obey God, he will increase you. You know what I'm saying? It, it got, when you show God that you are responsible for what he's given you, he will give you more. He will make it greater. He will make it bigger. And so this month, as we've been just fasting, and I beseech you, if you haven't been a part of all this fasting and praying that we've been doing, it would be awesome if you eat today, if you skip Golden Corral. Nobody like Golden Corral? Somebody said, Maggi, Pastor Tony said, Maggiano's. Yeah, see, awesome. Oh, 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 okay. So we don't have any McDonald's lovers, huh? Oh, God. That, that, that ain't Sunday food. <laughs> but God has been doing so many great things that I beseech you that you jump in on this. It doesn't matter that you didn't start January 1st. Whatever day, man, I'm telling you, just jump in and begin to really seek God. God is doing some amazing things in our lives. And even if, you know what I'm saying, some of us are fasting, you know what I'm saying, and we're really just speaking to God and talking to God about his presence and his glory. But some of us are, you know, kind of taking this moment to shed a couple of pounds. Nobody said nothing. Jesus. Because you know how it is when you fast and then, you know you really are like seeking God, but then you got that side thing in the back of your head that you're trying to lose a little weight. And then what's so crazy is then you stand in the mirror while you praying and asking God about what he wants your life to be and kind of looking to the side, kind of step up to see if it can make you look a little bit slimmer. 
And then, you know, then you do the thing that you, <laughs> that you do. You step on the scale and you look down and you realize and you say to yourself, somebody lying to me. <laughs> because God is so amazing. But you know what I'm saying? That, that's a great benefit, though, when you fast and lose weight. But I just really believe that when we fast, it prepares a place in our hearts for God. And the reason why he has us to do that is because he want to have our attention for a moment because there's something that he wants to say and there's some things that he want to do that he couldn't normally do because we're so distracted by everything else we're doing. And so it's just a small thing that God just said, give me a couple of days, give me a month of your life. And I guarantee you, if you give God a month of your life, he will bless the rest of your life. The Bible says that there is no good thing that he will withhold from us. And when you follow what God is saying, I don't, and his word says that his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. When God asks us to do things, it's such a small thing compared to what he's going to do in us. And we know even as they were singing the song, Lord, you are good. It really blessed my soul. That one of the verses says that, he said, you've been so good. He said, I owe you my life. When I think about everything that God has done, Elder Steve, I owe him my life. He saved it anyway. And so today as we dive into the word, just keep focus in your mind, God. That God's presence and his power is in this place. And it's because God wants to do something different and something amazing in each and every one of our lives. See, a lot of people didn't make it out because it was a little cold and that's no judgment on anybody or any shade. But I believe everybody in this room is in this room because God wanted you here. Because that's how much God loves us. I feel God's presence very unusual. Even in last service, God, like Pastor Tony, wrecked us. And we're just going to flow with the spirit of God. And whatever he wants to do, whatever he says, we're going to preach, we're going to pray. And, what, whatever he, and whenever he decides he want to move, we're going to let him move. Amen? Amen. So if you have your Bibles, because we don't have the screen... I think sometimes we, but if you have your phone or if you have, like me, have your iPad, and I'm kind of bipolar with my electronics because I'm an Android phone user, but I like the Apple <laughs> iPad. So, But if you have your Bibles and if you can stand to your feet as we begin to dive into the Word, In Psalms 92 and 10, and this particular scripture, um, Pastor Tony has deemed it as our, for the month, our text scripture. And then also I want you to get, after we read Psalms 92 and 10, um, Matthew 25 
1 through 9. Matthew 25, 1 through 9. Psalms 92 and 10 says, But my horn, my emblem of strength and power, you have exalted like that of a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh oil for your service. Now, in Matthew 25, 1 through 9, and this is kind of for some of us as a familiar text scripture. Um, it's talking about the ten virgins. And they all had lamps. And they were going to the bride to a wedding. And Matthew 25, 1 through 9, it says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there, not, lest there be not enough for us and for you and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. This morning we're in this house and We've been talking about fresh oil. And you may be seated. We've been talking about fresh oil. And Pastor Tony has done an immaculate job with talking to us about our gifts and the gifts that God has given us and the gifts that operate in us. And how many in the room are either know their gift or finding out their gifts? Just wave at me. And I love this particular scripture about the ten virgins because when we think about it, many times we are in a place where we understand our gift and we know our gift. But it seems like something is missing because something's not happening for us or something's not going the way that we think it should be because of the gift we have. But the thing that we have to understand is, is that we have to have the oil of God. And the oil of God is the presence of God. So you can have an awesome gift, but if you don't have the oil of God on your gift, it will render your gift almost ineffective. That's a word. I made that up real quick. And so you have to have the presence of God. And so we've been spending this month in the presence of God because we're wanting him to smear. And so the word anoint means to smear or rub. And so when we ask God to smear, when we ask God to anoint us, we're asking him to smear his oil on our lives. And when we begin to pray, God is smearing his oil on our gifts. And when we read this particular scripture, 
Matthew 25, 1 through 9, the Bible talks about the wise virgins and then also the ones that were not so wise. And the Bible says that, and if we understand that in this particular scripture, that your lamp represents your gift. And the gift that we have, if you notice, everybody, all 10 of them had a lamp, but not all of them had oil. And whenever God is ready to use us, there is an oil that comes on our life because you're born with the gift. But it's the oil that's imparted. It's called impartation. And many times we are walking around and we're not understanding why things are not going the way they should. Do you not realize that the oil of God on your life will arrest every spirit that's contrary to what God wants for your life and hold it in captivity. There's a wisdom that comes with the oil of God. There's an anointing, there's a power, there's knowledge. And many times we are sitting, the Bible says that God gives us, you know, witty inventions. And those things come through the oil of God. And so in this particular verse, we see that that the foolish, the five foolish, don't have any oil. And at the moment when they are ready, when it's time to produce oil, see, because what happens is your gift can, the Bible says that your gift make room for you and keep and, and bring you before great men. But the gift brings you you in the room, but it's the oil that will keep you there. Because it is the oil of God that calls people to notice you, and it will, and, and the oil of God will not be ignored. You can walk in a room and a bunch of sinners that don't know God will even they will look at you and say something different about you. Many of us don't have the friends that we used to have because something different happen in us. And people always say you have to, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you have to get rid of certain friends and, 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 and find a new squad to squad with. That's another word. <laughs> Sorry. But I, but I challenge you this. If God ever places his oil on your life, and you follow him. You never have to cut people out of your life. They will leave. And the thing is, when they leave, don't go following them. Because the truth of the matter is that God, the reason why God's moving them is because God knows that they can't go with you. And so the oil of God will also place a dividing line between you and your homies. God's not impressed with our friendships when he interrupts his promise. God wants to anoint us with his oil.
And it's something about the oil of God that never, that when, it, when, when God places his oil on your life, your life is never the same. I mean, I'm not talking about you go home and you look in the mirror and you look different. Some of you going to walk out of here and you're going to like, man, not just, it's just going to feel different. Because the anointing, not only it will change situations, but what the oil does, it changes you first. Many times, long before your situation ever changes, God will change you before he ever changes the things around you. He'll change it. Your perspective. And not only that, but I'm not talking about just one time, but we're talking about fresh oil. And the thing is, you can get in God's presence every day and he'll never get tired of you. He'll never get tired. You you can call Pastor Frank every day and I promise eventually... My phone going to act a little weird. It's a cell phone, but it might be off the hook. I'm old enough to remember a phone. So, you know, we don't have, I don't know anybody that really have house phones anymore. Uh-oh. Oh. Moving right along. And so, and so, but we serve a God. That loves us so much that never gets tired of us. He loves us so much that he longs for the day when our assignment is fulfilled on the earth and we can be with him eternally. God is so in love with us that he talks to us all the time. Many times we don't even pay attention. Many times God's showing us things, but we're just not paying attention. And there is a difference when God leads and when God guides. When God's guiding you, he's telling you, go there, go there, talk to them, talk to them, tell her that, do this, do that. But there comes a time when God really becomes the Lord of your life, that he will just lead you. And that leading is just him getting in front of you and walking. And you don't even realize you're just following. He's not saying anything, but you're just following. And so then you go to Walmart and all of a sudden you walk up on somebody. You're like, wow. And you walk, on, walk up on miracles and walk up on blessings. Things you weren't even expecting. Because the Holy Spirit will get in front of you and just say, follow me. And he'll just take your feet and move them. And sometimes you'll be like, why did I even come this way? Be driving. Why did I drive this way? But the Lord knew if you had to took the normal route home, that you wouldn't have made it home this time. And so sometimes the, line- the enemy lays traps. And the Holy Spirit say, not so. He won't even disrupt it. 
But he'll send you in another direction, get home and see the news and be like, man, I went there. I was going that way. That is what the oil of God will do. When God's presence is on your life. When we talk about the fact that the powerful thing is, a powerful thing, Pastor Tony said, that it's the game changer when you find out what your gift is. And as I, as I stand on his shoulders to say, and we reach to another level of that same truth, is that once God places his oil on your life, that is the game changer that changes the game. Hope you enjoyed that message. If you live in the St. Louis area or ever plan to visit, we'd love for you to join us at one of our services at 4324 Margareta at either our 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. service. Be blessed. We hope to worship with you soon.